This is Sirius FM on 105.7 broadcasting in the East Rand. Absolutely, kapre bhi, paak saaf hai, khush bhi, khush boo is coming through. Yeah, the, the itar all coming through. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one that uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith brought from uh, from the Holy Lands. Uh, yes, I can tell you people, really, it's at the time of the morning where you join uh, and you join us on Quickfire Q&A, Mufti Ibrahim Smith. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this fine, beautiful morning, uh, Mufti Saab. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Shafat, all our listeners in Yusuf. Indeed, a beautiful utter coming from the Holy Lands and a wonderful raining, storming a morning that we're experiencing here in a Cape Town Shafat, much needed rain, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sending down G. Yeah, so they call it the Cape of Storms. That's why they call your rugby team the Stormers. <laughs> yeah. Because we create storms wherever we go. Yeah, you love something like America. Wherever they go, they're creating havoc. <laughs> well, I tell you, Mufti Sahib, I don't know if you've got a lot of Americans, but I believe you're in KZN at the uh, Richards Bay. There's uh, 10,000 American soldiers waiting to unleash, I don't know, Allahu Alam. Well, Mufti Sahib, you won't believe it. Your first question comes from Turkey, and it says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Shafa'at. Uh, we need advice. Uh, could you ask uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith to verify? We want to visit Iran. I was told that one cannot read uh, behind the imam, uh, no Sunni mosque and uh, the beliefs. It's so confusing. Really will appreciate. No, uh, I would want to know why Cape Town people are more sympathetic towards Iran than the rest of the country also. Jazakallah khair. And I know Mufti Ibrahim Smith is someone that will give me a level-headed answer. Uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, uh, this uh, correspondence from Turkey uh, having a lot of a lot of confidence in you. How do you respond? Jazakallah, Shafat, and uh, to our questioner all the way from Turkey, mashallah. So uh, it is not permissible to read behind people of uh, Bida, people of uh, Ahwa who follow their worms, fancies, desires, uh, people who swear the Sahaba, radiallahu people who claim that the Quran that we have is not the real Quran, etc. People with cockeyed beliefs, you know, so it's not permissible to read Salah behind them. Whether you will be reading in uh, Iran or whether it is a local uh, place of worship here in South Africa, it is not permissible. If there's no other place for you to read, then you should form your own uh, jama'ah, get another brother and uh, read your own salah. You know, do not enter their places of worship and do not read behind uh, salah behind them because your salah will have to be repeated. It is uh, not valid. So uh, that is the one aspect. Number two, uh, Cape Town has always been a dumping ground. It is also very fertile land. So whoever wants to start uh, any innovation or any Bartil group or sect, then normally they come to Cape Town because uh, there's a lot of poor people and they will use funding and money in order uh, to bamboozle these people. So they, they will set up base here in Cape Town and from there they will spread their venom across uh, South Africa. That's why you'll find a lot of these people, their bases and uh, organizations here in Cape Town. And from here, they work their way and worm their way uh, into the rest of the country. But we are holding our grounds here in Cape Town. We are steadfast, we are firm, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us steadfast. Jazakumullah. I think what you said there also, we can uh, you know, have a reference to that, that you in Cape Town, you had the first uh, uh, satanic church. Yes, uh, Shafat, we have that also. 
Uh, we have the first open uh, mosque also. Uh, you know the open mosque where males and females uh, pray together, uh, where there's gender equality. So see everything bad, you'll find the roots and foundation. Not because of Cape Town people, uh, it is because uh, it is cheaper to set up shop here in Cape Town than elsewhere, and it's easy uh, to win the people also because working class people, you pay their rent, you give them electricity, etc., and then you teach them your wrong belief. That is how they win the hearts of the people, G. Well, you are telling me again, Mufti Saab, it's a Cape of storms. <laughs> <laughs> Cape hey, of good storms. Hey, 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 good storm, good hope, and I don't know. Hey, bring the Pope there, and maybe he'll try and do something. <laughs> ah, Mufti Saab, really, it's happening here. Assalamu alaikum. Umrah, Umrah season uh, open uh, open soon, uh, Mufti Saab. Saudi stated uh, people must wear a mask. Why no mask for Hajj, Mufti? Yes, the simple answer to that would be because we can. Saudis do whatever they want, whenever they want, and no one can tell them, no one can interfere. So uh, during Hajj season, uh, we didn't wear masks, but there were some people who op- uh, obviously they opted uh, to wear the mask. You know, people with the respiratory diseases, people that were fearing viruses, etc. So they uh, uh, kept their mask on, but we uh, we didn't uh, wear masks. In fact, I never wore a mask from there until I reached back to, to Cape Town. So uh, no mask was there. But now I think because we were only a million plus people with the Umrah season in Ramadan, it ex- exceeded over two million people. So I think they're fearing that and they're fearing the break of uh, outbreak of uh, monkeypox as well and some other things. So that's why now the apps uh, application thing is in again. And uh, you have to apply for Umrah. You can only go down once. And all these other funny, funny draconian laws that the Saudis have imposed on the people because it is money-making season for them now. Assalamualaikum. Can I accept uh, milk from the milk bank uh, for my baby, Mufti? Uh, there's a danger to that uh, because that milk has been donated to a, a, a milk bank. So you do not know who the, the, the giver or the donor of that milk is. So in future, your child might uh, want to get married. Uh, to someone uh, that, uh, you know, a, a female, etc., uh, and that uh, could be your foster sister. So you don't know that because you don't know the origin uh, of that milk, Shafat. So that's why if you can verify who the donor of that milk is, sometimes it will be difficult, almost nearly impossible also, then there's no harm in you accepting milk from a milk bank. Other than that, we would advise you not to accept milk randomly from uh, a milk bank because of the of the later complications where nikah might happen between you and uh, the person or the daughter of the person who has donated the breast milk and the nikah also will be deemed invalid because they'll be foster brother and sisters. G. Yeah, Mufti Sahib, that brother there tell me, hey, what about that drunky uh, that donated the milk? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, you must take it from pious people, Shafat. You don't know the origin. Uh, of that milk. Remember that milk is nutritious, etc. So if you take it from uh, non-Muslim sources or from people who are intoxicated, etc., those nutrients will go into your baby, you know, and besides the milk itself, uh, all the filth from that person, that person's belief, etc., all those things will be fed to your halal of a pure baby that Allah is blessed with iman. Jazakallah for that. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Can a person take out a second bond and rent out the property to pay the bond, uh, Mufti Saab? It's not permissible to take out a second bond and then make it as a business. What people normally do, they will take out a second bond. They'll put people, tenants in there 
and then the tenants will have to, well, tenants will have to pay their bond. And when the, the bond is completed, then the property will belong to those people who take out the bond initially. So that is not permissible because you're taking out a, an interest-based loan, you know, so you're declaring all what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's Islamic uh, finance available, Islamic options available, rather opt for that if you want to purchase a second property. Mufti sahab, assalamu alaikum. What happens when the executor dies before ex- uh, executing the world? Very good question. Yes, so sometimes these things happen, you know. So what the ESC can do, they can appoint a new executor, or if, uh, for, for that matter, that uh, uh, the person who has uh, drawn up uh, the wall, he is still alive, then he can appoint a new executor. Or if that person is passed away also, they will have to appoint a new executor. Because, Shafat, the wall needs to be executed. The ears needs to be paid out their shares. And there's no point in delaying that because delaying it also uh, will constitute a sin. Assalamu alaikum. If, if strands of my beard falls uh, during uh, my haram, uh, should I pay a penalty? Very interesting. There's no, yes, very, very interesting because sometimes you walk with your haram, sometimes the wind blows, etc. As long as you have not scratched. Uh, your hair or scratch your beard, etc. And, uh, the natural process of, uh, of, 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 uh, strains of hair, uh, falls out from your beard, etc. There's no dumb upon you. There's no penalty upon you. You leave it just like that, you know. The only time penalty will be upon you is if you pluck those strains of hair from your beard or from your head. There you have to be very careful, G. What is the ruling on keeping rabbits as pets? It's permissible to keep rabbits. It's permissible to eat rabbits also. Uh, we should remember that, you know, it, it just as it is permissible to eat, one can keep also provided that one is able to look after them. Shafat people nowadays have many, many different types of pets, and then sometimes these pets are not taken care of. Remember that a female went to Jahannam for not feeding a cat. She locked up the cat, not giving the cat water, etc., and uh, that cat died, and because of that, that person ended up in a Jahannam, and that is, of course, an authentic Hadithji. Unless you I want tell to you, taste some rabbit. Yeah, I tell you, you uh, yeah, you know who wants to taste it? Yusuf wants a rabbit and he would like to know how you slaughter it. <laughs> you, you, slaughter it you slaughter it as you would slaughter a chicken. I have a couple of rabbits here, 10, 15 rabbits running around here on, on, on the farm, Shafat. I don't eat it. Uh, because I dislike it personally, you know, but people eat it. It is a delicacy and it's quite expensive. You slaughter it like you slaughter a normal animal. Make sure that all the veins are severed at least four of the main arteries. Here. Uh, Mufti Saba, what is the ruling of reading two Sunnah Raka before Maghrib as we observed in Makkah Mukarrama? Yes, I think many people were shocked, uh, those people who traveled the first time. So uh, in uh, the Arabian Peninsula and elsewhere in the world, for Shafi people, uh, it is uh, preferable to read uh, two Sunnah Raka'ats uh, before Maghrib because there is one hadith. For Hanafi people, they won't read these two Raka'ats uh, of uh, Maghrib Qabaliyah, they call it. Two rakats prior to the actual salah, the first salah of Salat al-Maghrib. So, uh, these places, they normally give a 10-5 minute break for those people who want to read uh, those two rakats. The rest of the people, they'll remain seated. They will just make normal dua, dhikr, etc. Because even uh, the time between Adhan and Iqama is a time where duas are accepted. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Can a wife file for child maintenance in a circular court if the husband refuses to support his kids? Yes, if she's taken every other recourse, 
in order to get maintenance and child support money for her children. The fathers, uh, they should remember that after divorce, it is still wajib for them to maintain their children until their children reach the age where they can take care of themselves, meaning they are able to find employment and look and take care of their own needs. Until that time, you will have to support your children. It is a sin in not supporting them. So sometimes a, a female, a wife will go and she'll ask the imam to come and speak to the husband. And if all else supposed to do, she will have to go to these secular courts and she will have to get legal recourse in order to retrieve those monies that are due upon her children. There will be no harm in doing that, G. Are we allowed to use the alcohol-based floor detergents, uh, Mufti? Yes, you can use alcohol-based floor detergents because it is for external use. It is for floors and carpets, etc. Although you would not want to use alcohol-based uh, uh, floor detergents at the place of your worship, uh, your place where you make your salah, there you'll have to find an alternative. And sometimes it is better to find an alternative also shafat because the stench of the alcohol will still be there. And there's many alcohol-free detergents available on the market. So if you can't find one, then you can use that one also, G. Is it uh, correct for a Muslim to say, non-Muslims will go to hell? That is actually what the Quran has stated, you know, وَحَرَّمَ اللَّهُ جَنَّةَ عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited a Jannah, the entry of Jannah on all those people who disbelieve in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you do make a statement like that, you know, you always have to use wisdom sometimes. You have to invite people to Islam and uh, then tell them this is the message that if you are uh, Embrace Islam, Jannah is waiting for you. And if you reject Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then Yaw will be your place in your final abode. So it is correct, G. Is it a compulsory to perform ghusl after washing the mayor, Thamukti? There's one narration recorded in Tirmidhi where Rasulullah reported by Abu Huraira, where Rasulullah has reported, you know, that a person who performs ghusl on behalf of the maid, on behalf of the deceased, that person should perform ghusl himself, meaning he should go and take a shower. So that is not compulsory. However, it is mustahab, it is recommended for a person uh, to do that. So if you are able to do that, then you can do it. If you cannot do that, then there is no sin upon you, G. Can I lease a uh, space in my shop to the bank to install an ATM? Hey, hey, it's not the African transformation movement. Is that <laughs> where the fulus comes out from, people? Yes, the real fulus. So it is permissible. You remember in ATM, it's only a service provider. There's no real transactions because people will draw cash from there and they deposit uh, cash in there also. So when you're renting out a space, you're renting out a space that will render some service to certain customers who will be using that machine. So whether the bank pays you, and not all banks, uh, but they have mixed money. We should remember that banks have uh, interest money and they also have other types of money. So if they pay you from there, then uh, that money is permissible for you because they're paying you for a space that you've rented out to them, not for you dealing in any of their transactions. So you can rent it out to an ATM. Uh, the rental received from there will be permissible for you to consume, G. Is, it, uh, is naming our ch- child Ashura permissible, Mufti? It's almost Ashura time, Shafat. So, yes, I've met many people with the name Ashura. Ashura meaning, of course, the 10th, and it's synonymous with the 10th of Muharram. It also means the 10th. So, you can give your child that name. I've met people with the name Ramadan also. So, see many uh, different uh, names that people are using to give 
to their children. If you want to give your child a name, give a child a name with a very good meaning and not something that is outstanding, you know, that everyone should notice that my child has a different name. So give it a meaning, a name with a good, good meaning, inshallah, so the child grow up to love according to the meaning of their names, G. Achari Mufsi, that was quick fire Q&A. <laughs> it really went without the stormers, people. Yeah, no drop kick, no drop goal, no tries. Hey, yeah, the stormers, really, uh, Mufti Saab comes from that part of the world where he's trying to calm the storm. And uh, Mufti, perhaps uh, your parting words uh, this morning? Yes, uh, Shafat, remember it's almost our new year, inshallah. People should uh, renew all the intentions and uh, the aspirations and goals and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the upcoming new year a better year than what we've experienced uh, this year that is busy leaving us. May Allah make it easy for us. Jazakum Allah khair Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti Ibrahim Smith. And by the way, Mufti Saba, do you have a New Year's resolution? Yes, uh, Shafat, my resolution is always uh, the same, that uh, to repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as much as uh, possible and benefit uh, the people tremendously, you know, and of course ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a good ending from uh, this uh, worldly life. That's my New Year's resolution, G. Too good, too good. Yeah. And uh, when you're making uh, rabbit biryani for Yusuf. (laughs) <laughs> I'm making for you, inshallah, when you're coming uh, to visit me, I'll give you the honor of choosing your own rabbit and slaughtering <laughs> it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Mufti, you know me. I can't chow rabbit. I'm just like you. You saw my roosters. You saw my hen. I can't chow it because they like my, they're my pets, Mufti Saab. How can I eat my own pet, Mufti Saab? I don't even slaughter my chickens. They're roaming around here freely, you know. I'd rather go and I buy chickens. I don't have the heart. Uh, to kill uh, of them because they become like family. You see them every day, and when something happens to them, then you become sad also. G. Yeah, uh, Yusuf has a request. He says, "When I come to Cape Town, Mufti Saab, I want to, you to take me to the most expensive fish restaurant." <laughs> <laughs> this guy is expensive, Mufti Saab. <laughs> yes, we'll send him a uh, shafat, and we'll wait outside, inshallah. <laughs> Mufti Saab, you have a beautiful and lovely uh, morning ahead. Talk to you soon. Well, to all of you that sent in questions, a big jazakallah khaira to you, 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 and you, and uh, Yusuf, brilliant engineering as uh, usual, and uh, keep it locked on uh, to Sirius FM. Uh, soon we'll be getting to the spiritual hour, the 40 duruds will be played, Ayats uh, from the Noble Quran, and uh, Mufti A.K. Hussein will be giving uh, the uh, translation of the Qutbah from the Holy Lands. Uh, from the team and I, till we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.